Welcome to Ipsy Weird. All right, there we go. Fade it down a little bit. You're not supposed to say that. I know. <laughs> Alright. Stop it. Restart it. Restart. We screwed this up. It's all over. Let's start this off with why are we doing a podcast? I think there's a couple of answers to that. You go ahead and start. The the main reason is I need an excuse to hang out with you on a weekly basis. I don't know if I'd say excuse is a good word, right? It kind of paints me in a picture as like, oh, you don't want to fucking hang out with your best friend well, in the world. But no, it's just you're you are a busy person. You got I mean, you got a job that you, at times will may you, you need to be on call for probably. Yeah, you're you're the fucking manager that you gotta you have other people under that you need to fucking deal with. You know, you got a new relationship, you got you know, you just moved back to Michigan, so you spending more time with your kid. You got a lot of shit on your plate. That's what I do. And if it wasn't for this, it would be like, Hey man, you wanna hang out? And you'd be like, Ah man, I got I'm on fucking on call this week and my girl needs me to do this and that and I got my kid this weekend. We're going to fucking Cedar Point or whatever. Can't do that no more because of 2020, but... Fucking 2020. No, you're just a busy person. I'm not going to put that against you where you got like, man, I can't hang out. Like, yesterday, you're like, you were going to come by yesterday, but you're like, my girlfriend needs me here, and I'm not picking my kid up till tomorrow, so we just hang out tomorrow. I'm not going to be like, oh, that dickwad. Like, motherfucker, fuck your girlfriend. Get over here. Like, no, I understand. I understand that you you get... I'm I'm the loser in this. I have a shit dead end job, and when I leave that job, I sit in my apartment all day and do nothing. I'm like just a lazy lazy fuck that's like, man, I got nothing to do. I got no friends. I mean, at least that job is carefree. <clears throat> yeah, it was becoming a headache. It, well, it's been a headache for the last like nine years. <laughs> so since you started, no, but yeah, that's not true. The first two years of that job was pretty solid. Then it started going downhill. Then it picked back up. I mean, was it though? I mean, you used to be outside. Yeah, I was pushing carts, but the people were cool. Okay. The people were cool. And then when I transferred, when I transferred to the other, the, a, a different department, those people were solid and we had, a, it was, it was a nice, decent time. And then it got weird. This guy was trying to cram religion down my throat every day. He had a pocket Bible and he would sit there and read me scripture during my lunch break. I told my manager, I'm going to kill him. You need to transfer me. <laughs> And then I transferred to where I'm at now, and I've been in that department for Wait, seven years. Where were you between? Pushing carts, unloading the truck, Oh. and now I'm the head receiver. See, you know what? And I just didn't think receiving and unloading the truck were two different things. But Well, I mean, it's the same department, just two different sides of the department. Okay, that makes sense. You have the truck unloaders, and then you have me who deal with the vendors. Okay, that so, makes sense. Yeah, I just deal with Coke, Pepsi, Frito-Lay, whoever's coming into the store. I just thought it was like, uh, like unloading the truck, you were receiving but then you basically got promoted to where you're at now well yeah i guess you can say it as a promotion because it's the same department and i just moved higher up to where i don't have to unload the trucks anymore but you don't technically have people like under you or anything uh, there's one person under me but uh shit um i gotta rewind i'm lost how do we get to um I'm busy. I have a busy life. Okay, yeah, you're busy and I have a shit job. Um, yeah, I get it, but I just feel like we would hang out maybe once a month. I would like to think it'd be a little more than that, but I get where you're coming from. Just to be fair, just be like, you know, probably once a month, be like, all right, hey, shit lines up. We're hanging out. And what most, I'll be sitting in your house watching fucking Impractical Jokers or something. To be honest, man, I haven't turned on Impractical Jokers in a hot minute. Just say it. So it'd be ridiculousness. It might be ridiculousness. You're my best friend. I've known you since I was four. four yeah, so. 25 years. 25 years, yeah. You're my best friend. Other than those like beginning couple years, 
about like well, seventh grade or so is when I had to move. Mm-hmm. You went your way. I uh, I was stuck in a different city. And then when I came back, it was like, fuck, where'd all my friends go? Where did Nick go? Nick's hanging out with these guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after yeah, cause seventh grade, that's right around the same time when I started hanging out with, uh, you know, Jesse um, all the time. Um, kind of started going in that direction. I, I still see you once in a while, but that was like, you're at your dad's uh, in, in Belleville and I'd come over for the weekend or something. The weekends were dope though. They were dope weekends. Free pay-per-view. Yeah, free pay-per-view because we were fucking taking the, the Dish network card out, re- oh, rewriting them, putting them back in, getting free paper. It was great. Benito's Pizza. Yeah, Benito's Pizza. Lineage 2 parties. Lineage 2. Clive. Clive, Clive hooked me up that day, man. Never saw him again. Never saw him again. Wonder whatever happened to Clive. What happened to Clive if you're out there? I still remember. Between 2004 and 2009, it was like every other every other month or every other year, I would be moving back and forth between Ypsilanti and Belleville. Like, they could not decide where they wanted to stay, my dad and his wife at the time. So we would be in Belleville and I had to transfer to to the school over there or I'd move back to Ypsilanti and move and transfer back to the school and it was a constant back and forth back and forth yeah, and I can't even remember what year what years you were in each school I just know it was 2004 is when I first moved to, to Belleville permanently mm-hmm. and then that's that's seventh grade yep and then uh I think I was no yeah freshman year I was back in Ipsy Sophomore, I was back in Belleville. Junior, I was in Belleville, but had the RCTC program, so I was able to come to Ipsy. I think senior year, you came back to Ipsy. Senior year, I was back in Ipsy. Yeah, you had to have been, because I remember lunch. Yep. I remember getting free lunch. Yep. I used to steal all the food and feed everybody at the table. Yep. And then the, the, the lady at the snack counter always hooked me up with cookies and drinks. All you had to do was walk up there. Like, hey, like, hook me up. And she'd look around, and she grabbed like, three bags of cookies, two vitamin waters, and off I went. Oh, man, it was a good time, kind of. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, all the back and forth, and I I made a couple friends in the other school. All my friends on uh, back in Ipsy spread out four different ways. Every single one of them too. So when I came back, I was like, I'm trying to hang out with everybody. I'm like, why did everybody split up? I'm gonna hang out with you, hang out. And I was just, and my grades were just dropping because I'm trying to hang out with everybody. You were the glue that held us all together. Yeah, I'm sure about that. No, I'm sure if I stayed, like we were talking before we hit record, if I stayed, I would have been rolling with you, and I would have been with that crew of people. Yeah, I don't know if my crew of people is necessarily the best one to be with, but... I mean, it's better than the... uh, Yeah, uh, I mean, I didn't skip school every day and, you know, go out into the woods and smoke weed and never come to class and flunk out, but, yeah, you know. All that shit happens, and, uh, like, man, I don't really get to hang out with my friends that much. And then, uh... I'm doing all right. Like, me and you had a little falling out near the end of high, uh, senior year. Actually, uh, no, it was actually after senior year. Wasn't it? It was... Well, yeah, I think maybe I already flunked out. Well, yeah, it was It was the summer after senior year, right? So we just... Well, we didn't graduate. I, I graduated through correspondence like three months later, and, and you didn't graduate that year either. Yeah, I graduated a year late. But um, everybody else had just graduated. Um, yeah, I thought it was still like roughly within the, maybe, yeah, you know, it had to be like right after school. It was, it was right after school, right? It was because, um, it was only a few weeks later that the Heritage Festival. Yeah. Okay. Be, be, yeah, it's probably when my timeline's a little weird. Right, so be, it was like end of July, beginning of August, maybe after senior year. Well, yeah, because in August I moved to Ohio. Oh, so no, no, it's September, September, September. Yeah. No, because I, we, no, I, because I came back. Heritage Festival is the end of August. Yeah. And we had not made up at the Heritage Festival. Remember, you came up to me. I thought, uh, yeah, she, uh, Ohio was with, was with me because she came to visit me. Yeah. That's why I'm confused because I was like, no, I was with her 
And then we were at the Heritage Festival and you weren't fucking with me. Yeah. Yeah, it's because she came up and visited me. Yep. And then you're like, fuck this loser. And uh yeah. bridge was burnt, man. The bridge was the bridge was in the ground full of ashes. Yeah, but the the day before I uh I'm, I said fuck it, fuck this city, fuck everybody here. I'm moving to Ohio, I'm gonna go be with this girl, which turned out to be a mistake. But uh I fucking the, the new the new C D dropped for Go ahead for, and say it. Yeah, for the Insane Clown Posse, their new CD drop. Bang, pow, boom. And so what I did with the last the little bit of money I had from from the job I had, my uh, my stepmother owned a company and I worked for her, so I had a little bit of cash as a kid. And what little money I left was going to be to take with me to for pay the gas to get down to floor uh floor to get down to Ohio and have a couple bucks on me to try to build something down there. But the, I took a little bit and I went and bought. They they came out with three different versions of that CD. Best Buy only had two of the versions, so I bought I bought four copies of it. I knocked on your door. Your dad opens up. He's like, "Yeah, hey, he's sleeping." I'm like, "That motherfucker, it's like noon." It wasn't quite that, but to be fair, I was probably up all night playing poker. I mean, that was my like online poker phase. So yeah, your ass is sleeping. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm leaving. I just, uh, your birthday is coming up. Happy birthday!" And I I fucking dipped, and I was my plan was to never come back. Damn, you're just gonna leave it just like that too. Never yeah. see you again. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, man, happy birthday!" And I was just my plan was never come back. I thought I was set. She, uh, Ohio, told me that she had her friend. Her friend's dad owned a uh, a towing company, and she said she could get me a job there. And all these other fucking promises. And I went down there, and the dude was like, uh, "I have really long hair." And the dude was like, "You need to shave your head. It's a liability as in the towing industry to have long hair." Not sure why. But- well, because you're impounding people's cars. So what are they going to do, snatch you up by your hair? Yeah, exactly. That's what they're thinking. It's like, oh, your hair, they can grab you by your hair. And I'm like, man, that comes to, they're fucking getting hit with a bat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But that didn't happen. Uh, her mother didn't like me in the house. So I was allowed to be in the house if, she, if Ohio was there or her mother was there. But in the morning, her mother went off to work, and I'm like, I'm 18. My, uh, Ohio at the time is 17, about to become 18. She, so she's finishing up high school. And so she went to school. Her mother went to work, and then I wasn't allowed in the house. So I would go sleep behind an abandoned Circuit City. I go park my truck behind there and just sleep in there. And the cops were called on me twice, mm. knock on the window, and they see I got Michigan plates. And like, what are you doing? It's like, well, I came up here with the uh, was told I would have a place to live, and I don't. So I gotta sleep somewhere. So I figured behind this building would be out of sight, out of mind. It wasn't. No, they didn't like it. And then I started sneaking back into the house. Her mother caught me once. I'd be like, I had to take a shit, like take real a bad. Yeah, take a salad. And so I dropped her off at school. I drove back, and I went back into the house. I had to dr- the the garage code. Got back in the house, and I went and took a shit. And her mother came back home for something. And she's like, why are you in the house? I'm like, I had to take a shit. And then uh, that only lasted like 26 days. Damn, he's got the day count down. It's 26 or 28. I can't exactly remember. Whatever. But it was like 26, 28 days. And it was her decision. It was her decision to move back up to me. She's like, let's, let's go to Michigan. I'm like, you understand? I burned all my bridges. I burned everything down. I have nothing left in Michigan. I have no friends. I have no family. I have nothing. And she was like, I don't care. Like, I want to be with you. And I don't want to be here anymore. Let's go back to Michigan. And I'm like, all right. I got to figure out a way to make this work. Possibly illegal. Definitely. Illegal, but she was 17 still. Yeah, you know, so... I technically kidnapped her. Yeah. And uh, we had to wait, it was a, a month and some days before it was her birthday and she was 18, so technically I kidnapped her. Yeah. But it was her own will. I, it's weird, but it was, um, yeah, it's rough. But uh, 
there's a three and a half hour drive from uh, Ohio back to Ypsilanti. It's eight o'clock at night, eight, nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, where? I don't know where my sister's living. Can't go crash on her couch. Ain't no way I'm, Nick's going to let me in his house. I was still in my parents' house. Yeah. But yeah, you, you, I was like, yeah, there's no way Nick and his parents, you're not going to let me crash on your couch with this random girl. My dad's living with his parents at the now because he just went through a divorce and he's like got nothing again. So he's back at his parents. I'm like, and my mother doesn't exist. So I was like, where do I go? Didn't you end up going to your grandma's? Yep. It was nine o'clock at night. And I'm like, only place I can think of is my grandparents. And now a little quick of a backstory of that, my, I was kicked out of my grandparents' house, um, yeah, like when I was like 17, I was kicked out of their house and I moved in with my sister. And then I would live with my sister. I finished high school by failing and then I moved to Ohio. Yeah. So it was kind of rough going back there. It's nine o'clock at night. I was tapping on their bedroom window. They opened the door and I, I just need a place to stay tonight. And then I stayed there for the night. I found out where my sister was staying. I crashed with her for a couple of nights. And then I went back to my grandparents to pick up something. And they gave me the ultimatum of, look, look, you can stay here. You just need to do these three things. Cut your hair, go back to school, go to church. I'd like to add in here before we get too far off topic, um, just to make the picture very clear. Cutting your hair. I mean, that was, like you said, about the towing job. You said about your grandparents. That was like a pivotal thing because your hair was like that one characteristic about you that, I mean, it never changed. You always had long hair forever. Yeah. So uh, everybody telling you to cut your hair, that was like a, an actually a big deal. I know a lot of people probably think like, oh, cut your hair. That's not that big of a deal. Hair grows back. But like that's, this was a really big deal. Yeah, well, it starts... We'll, we'll sidetrack real quick. It starts with my uh, my mother that doesn't exist. Uh, she's an actual person. She doesn't exist in my life anymore. Way back in the day, my si- me and my sister both have long hair. And uh, some dickwad, dirty kid brung lice to school. Yep. Oh, yeah. I remember them. And so I got lice. My sister got lice. My mother was like, well, I can't shave my daughter's head. I'll shave my son's head. There's one less problem. He has no hair now. We don't have to worry about combing all the lice out of his hair. So he only, she only had to focus on one kid. They comb and do all that the lice, uh, lice shampoo and all that, too. We all got fucking lice then, too. All of us. Yeah, and then every every couple months, she would take me to the salon or barber, whatever you want to call it, and go shave my hair down constantly. As soon as she disappeared from my life, I grew it all right back out. Mm-hmm. You used to get, like, the... the- craziest froze too like your hair was always so like fluffy yeah. when it wasn't long it, it took forever for it to actually fall flat on your head so yeah just, you'd, you'd have hair on the top of your head that was like a good inch and a half two inches long that was just poofed outward yeah it's silly but yeah so this is forward back into this as i cut my hair now my hair at the time went all the way down to my ass so i i cut it shorter length so and they, they looked at me like really that like I, I cut like four inches off of it but they're like <laughs> That's all. I, I cut it. Fuck you. I cut it. I went back to school and I said, "You can eat me on the church. I'm, I'm not going back to church. I'm not. I'm not a religious person. I'm not. I'm not going to waste my time." Yeah. And then, so they let me back, and I lived there. I went back to. An, I went to an alternative high school to finish up high school. Uh, I started out with a 1.7 GPA. Graduated with a 3.6. Phenomenal. <laughs> graduated better than I did. Oh, Ohio graduated with a 4.0. Yeah. Well, both did a lot better than I did. It was also an alternative school, and they didn't care too much. And the points don't matter. <laughs> but uh, the uh, it's, the the problem with that is the day the day I uh, graduated, they took us out to for graduation dinner, which was an Applebee's. Woo, that's an awesome dinner. But whatever, well, I'll eat some Applebee's. Whatever. Uh, the as soon as I walked back into the house after that dinner, they said you have two weeks to get out of our house. Damn. Me. Me in Ohio, just freshly graduated, and it's two weeks. Get out of our house. It's like fucking. Like, come on, family. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's when you uh ended up going to your sister's. Yeah, I moved in with my sister for a bit. Then me and Ohio split. She couldn't handle it. She didn't think this was the life that she was going to live when I told her, look, I had nothing. I made something out of nothing. I went back to my family that doesn't like me. Me and you both graduate. We both have high school diplomas. Like, I'm doing the best I can. I have scholarships to college. I'm in college. I don't think I was ever going to make it to college. Yeah. I have scholarships. I'm in college. Hey, I'm doing the best I can. And she'd rather just get high and blasted every night. Yeah. So, whatever. That type of lifestyle, man. But then, so, like, during all that, we're talking about our friendship. Now I'm talking about my life. During all that time, we were, me and you weren't hanging out when I moved back. Um, well. I don't think I saw you at all. When you were in high school, back in high school, in the alternative school, um, we had kind of mended, but we weren't really hanging out a lot. Um, you know, I was in relationship that I was spending all my time with. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, what, you graduated 2010, right? So, yeah, I mean, the entire time that you were back, but until the time you graduated, I was in that relationship. I was in school myself, um, going to college. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we didn't hang out often. That's for sure. I know, after when the breakup happened, uh, you and your girlfriend at the time did show up to my house and was like, hey man, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Different girl. Yeah. At that time. Yeah. Girlfriend at the time. So we're talking 2010. Yep. So. Because uh, I also, I was staying with my sister and for some reason, my sister constantly has renting issues. She's always getting evicted out of houses. She don't pay the rent. Sorry. I didn't mean that. Well, no, I think it's just because like her and her boyfriend at the time would get into arguments and they would split up or this or that. But this situation is different. They were renting from this guy who owned two different properties. Now, one of his properties was owned by his father and his father passed away or something or whatever. And he didn't want the house anymore. So the house was going to go into foreclosure type of thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the plan was me and my sister, me and my sister were going to move into that house and then live there, pay the bills, do all that, like almost squatting rights type of things. And when the house went into like foreclosure and whatnot, we would, they were going to buy it on the short sale. Mm-hmm. And we would end up having that house. Now, some for some reason, that didn't happen. And then we ended up getting like kicked out and evicted. That's when I moved in with you and uh, you and your girl for a little bit. Was this... Evergreen. Evergreen, yep. And I go and apply for the job at the at the uh, uh, store you worked at. Oh, yeah. It sucked. Yeah, that didn't work out for me that well. But my sister came back to me and was like, hey, we got another house lined up. I'm like, all right, cool. I can dip out of my buddy's house because me and, me and him are, like said, we just kind of mended our friendship. And I'm like, now, like, hey, I need to crash your house. And, you you know, you were with, you're with your uh, girl at the time. And I'm like, he doesn't want his best friend on his couch. So. Were you on the couch? No, I had that. I had a spare. I had I the spare say, room. We had a second room. Yeah, I was in the spare room. Spare room. And also, I think at that time you also found okay. out that you had a kid on the way. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh. What. 2011? Yeah, so that was also another reason for me to dip out. Like, this dude's starting starting a life. I remember when I told you about it, too. Yeah. You called me an idiot. Yep, damn right I did. Yep. So I moved out, and then I moved back in with my sister. Uh, then we get evicted again. I moved back into you, and this time you moved into a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, with the loft. Yeah, it was uh, over there on Summit. And then I moved in with you, and your kid was just born. Like, not, probably not like fresh, fresh, but it was like a couple weeks or maybe a month or so. Um, No, he wasn't. Well, when you, by the time you moved in, maybe. Yeah, by the time I moved in, he was. Yeah, because when we moved in there, he wasn't born yet. Because you helped us move in there. Yeah. Got a kidney stone. Got a kidney stone. And, but, uh, yeah, I moved in there with you, and then I, I 
I finally got my, I finally landed myself a job. Mm-hmm. And then I, I did the same decision again. I was like, Nick's trying to start a life and a family. He doesn't want his best friend on his couch. So I went and uh, went up to some other high school friends, crashed with them. And I hung all my, I spent all my time with them, not hanging out with you. And then there was a, there was a period of time. This happens. This has happened twice now. We didn't touch on it the first time. You, it, it is. It felt like you were ignoring all your friends and were focusing on your girlfriend at the time. I did that a lot. And so we would get together and rag on you. Fucking assholes, all of you. Yep. So I, all supposed to be my best friends, all of you. Like this, fuck this motherfucker, <clears throat> hanging out with his girlfriend all the time. Ain't got no time for his friends. But uh, yeah, I mean, we're just being dumb kids. Like, I'm, I'm fucking eight, like twenty at this point, but we're still like, fuck this guy. Because you also did it to us way back in the day. Yep. Like we're talking like early high school. Yeah, like fifteen years old. You, uh, you did the same thing with your your first girl. That's my first love, man. What do you think? You know, was, and we're like, hey, man, let's hang out. He's like, hey, man, I'm trying to get laid. And he's like, hey, man, we're trying to hang out. <laughs> Damn, when you put it like that, though. I had a good reason. I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, it was my first love. You know, I, uh, you, you get those moments where your head gets cloudy. You can't think of anything else. And all you want to do is spend all your time, you know. Yeah. I'm going to think, if I was in the same situation, I probably would have done the same thing. But girls weren't knocking at my door. Yeah, they weren't knocking on mine either. Nobody ever came to my house looking for me. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, so it's just like, we, even though we're best friends, we have, there's been a lot of time not spent hanging out and then the ups and downs. And I'm always like, he's trying to start, like, I, let's not bug him. He's trying to start a life and a family and all this. And he's, he's becoming the adult that I don't want to be. He's becoming, uh, that's not, that's not what I'm, how I meant it. He's becoming the adult. I, I'm still stuck as the, as the, the kid, I don't want to say kid, but like the, the guy that doesn't want any responsibility, the guy that wants to just hang out, shoot the shit with his buddy. I'm still that way today i'm like let's hang out i'm like every day like every week i have people over to play magic the gathering and some weeks they can't make it and i'm like what do you mean you can't make i got you like oh you hang out with your girlfriend don't you live with her fuck her fucking you can hang out with me for a day like what you can't tell your girlfriend once a week hey thursdays is game night Mm -hmm. like i hang out with you all the time but thursday's game night we go and play games maybe that's too like i I know i'm an asshole when i say that like tell your girlfriend to go fuck herself and you, you play magic on thursdays realistically that's not honestly that's not too much to ask for i mean one day a week is never really too much to ask for it's just because everybody needs their time yeah so but yeah I, I i get frustrated but i don't blame them i'm like i understand you got other shit going on in your life you can't like you can't dedicate every single thursday to playing a silly card game i get it i do get frustrated at it i forgot where i was going with that but i was i was going a different path than you. yeah so like he's you're being the responsible adult. I'm being the idiot that just wants to hang out with his buddies and play some play some games or shoot the shit. And I was like, well, it is what it is. Life goes on. I I get my own trailer. Um, that falls apart. I moved back in with my sister a couple of times. Moved back in with me again at one point. I moved back in with you, and then your wife kicked me out. Yep. Well, kind not she didn't kick me out, but she gave me a really good reason to leave. Yep. True story. Ex-wife. Yeah. I said wife at the time. Well, you just said wife. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah. You're now ex-wife. Yeah, it's just things got difficult, and I moved back in with you, back in with my sister. And then, once again, I move in with my sister. She's getting fucking evicted again. <laughs> Can't catch no break, man. And then I just left your place because of uh, your your ex-wife. Um uh, I just left your place. And I'm like, oh, I can't move back in there. I kind of pissed them all off again. And like, I can't move in with the people I used to stay with. They, they're all, they moved to other parts of, they moved to different cities and they're getting their shit together. And I was like, well, fuck, what do I do? And that's how I end up in this apartment here in a relationship I don't really want to be in. But it has its up and downs. It's most of the time, it's most times I don't like it. It's frustrating. 
And then, but there's there's small moments, small times that I'm like, you know what? This ain't so bad. This is pretty good. And then you know that you guys fight that struggle. It's like, is this a really a good relationship or is it a bad relationship that has a small couple good moments? And is is it worth keeping? Trying to make it work because we're, we're struggling every day. We're struggling. So the real reason for that, I've known you a long time. I can say this um, is because uh, I mean, quite frankly, I mean, you're you're a loner. You don't like a lot of people. Um, you're, uh, for lack of a better term, you're easily triggered, if you will. <laughs> You've got short straws, man. You uh, you, sure get, you, get, you get angry and uh, you know, you throw shit, throw chairs at yeah. teachers. That happened grade. once. Fourth grade. Maybe twice. Uh, You've gotten chairs thrown and pieces broken off in your face. Yep. You got punched in the face for a skateboard. Yeah, broke a tooth. Broke a tooth. I mean, you know, you're all of our lives, man. You're, uh, you've always kind of just been easily angered. So for you to be around, what it is, is you being around the same person all the time. You know, uh, I feel like even with me, if we were around each other 24-7 all the time, you'd get pissed off with me too. Um, our friendship does well, I think, because, you know, we're not around each other all the time. Probably. We, and we have that type of friendship that, like, even though we might not see each other for a couple of weeks or at times when I was living in Florida... We might not talk for months and months and months at a time, but we have that kind of friendship that can just pick up right where it left off. Um, and that's kind of what we've been holding on to our entire lives is that though we go separate directions in our lives, we can always click back. But it helps that we're not constantly in front of each other's faces. So that's why you won't let me move in with you. I mean, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I just got no room for you right yeah. now. And you want to sleep on my couch again? No, nah, it's all right. Yeah, but you say that, and there is truth to that. I am I'm, I am a loner. I do get angry very easily. But then why is it I'm always trying to, like, hang out with people? Like, I'm like, every Thursday we need to hang out and play Magic the Gathering. Every week I need Nick over here to fucking record a podcast. So that... Why do I have that the urge to fucking hang out with people, and then but yet I'm a loner? And Well, because even introverts need, you know, some sort of uh, contact and... Uh, What's the fucking word I'm looking for here? Um, I don't know. Pick a word, make it sound good. Doesn't matter. The point is, even introverts need some sort, some form of like connection um, and to to be around people from time to time. And you want it all the time because it doesn't always go the way you want it to. I think, and I'm just throwing this out there. I think if you were able to get your weekly magic game every single week without fail, you probably wouldn't want it every week anymore. Nah, because we we were going solid for like three months. Okay. It was every week for about three months. Now this, you would definitely want every every week, right? Like us sitting down, yeah. we can record the shit. That I can believe you want to happen every week, possibly a couple times a week. But that's a little different because we're, you know, best friends and all. But I mean, there is times when it's like, it's Wednesday, or it's Thursday, I'm at work, we're getting together at three, and I'm fucking tired as shit. And I'm like, oh, people are coming over today to play Magic, and I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep, damn it. But I get home and I just chill out because it takes them a little bit to get here. I just chill for a minute and then they get here and we're like, all right, let's play some magic. But there's some days where I'm like, oof, I really, I really don't want to play today, but I don't want to miss the opportunity not to play today. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to miss the opportunity because you don't get it all the time. So, no, I mean, that said, um, I lost my train of thought here, too. Yeah, I'm just weird in the head. Let's root back. Let's circle back. And we, can, we can tie all this up together, summarize it with a nice, pretty bow why we're doing this podcast. So, mean you can hang out on a weekly basis? Yeah, sure. Okay. Just shoot the shit. Just bullshit. Say whatever the hell comes to mind. Talk about anything. I do have like a, a lot of problems like in my head. That's true. Like, yeah, and I'm not seeing a doctor or a therapist or anything like that. I'm not on any medication, and 
it, it's nice to rant for a while with your best friend, and you can get some shit out. Well, and then, you know, we have this habit of, uh, you know, anytime we hang out, um, just one thing. It may not even be everything we ever say, but one thing. Somebody will say something, and we'll just bust out laughing, uncontrollably so. Um hasn't happened yet here. No. Because we're kind of dull and stupid, but... Yeah, we're just just talking about ourselves, explaining ourselves. Maybe it's interesting enough to somebody going, all right, the... the I've talked a little bit about my life and some a little bit of the struggle of the move back and forth and why well, I didn't say, but I, I just said, like, you know, I struggle with a lot of shit in my head. Yeah. And we didn't, you know, we didn't really get into the topic about this, but in the conversation of, you know, you and me and our, our friendship throughout the years, I mean, we touched on the fact that I at one point moved to Florida, but I was gone for six years. All right. I mean, I mean, and we're, I mean, we'll round up or we're, we're about 30. We're getting there. We're, we're pushing it. So, I mean, that's like a fifth of our lives. Yeah, that's where I would be. We, we, we trailed off. But yeah, after the uh, uh, getting kicked out of my sister and then moving in here is the, the time when you moved on to Florida. Yeah, I was gone for six years. And for how old we are and everything, like I said, that's a fifth of our lives. Um, and that's, you know, more than a quarter or almost a quarter of our friendship. Um, I was just gone. And I was rarely up here. I came up here for a week in, uh, during the holidays or... How long, how long did you... Stay down there before you first came back up. I moved in January of 15, and I didn't come up here until September. I thought, I thought you were down there for like a year or so before you came back. I came in September, and then I was here for a couple of weeks because we were here for, uh, you know, one, it was just to visit family because we missed them and everything. And then two, um, we were here for you know, my ex-wife's grandpa had passed away. So we stayed for uh, his, his memorial and everything, and we were here for two weeks. I mean, that was like the longest vacation I've ever taken in my life. I don't remember that, but... Um, well, I mean, you probably don't remember much of it because it's not like we hung out that entire two weeks. I mean, I was... Uh, where were we sleeping when we were here? I don't even remember. I don't know if we were at my, my parents or if we were at her grandma's or not, but um, yeah, we didn't we didn't hang out a lot during those two weeks, so... But, and then after that, um, I... Well, and actually, no, technically, technically speaking, I moved down there in January. I came back in February to pick up my wife at the time and the car... Because the car was getting fixed, and then we drove back to Florida. But I was only here for, like, the night, I think. I don't think I stayed long. But then we came back again in September for about two weeks, and I don't think we came for the holidays that year. Um, quite frankly, I don't think we came for the holidays at all until um, my wife and I split up, because then she moved back up here with our kid, and then I was coming up here for the holidays. And that didn't happen until two and a half years after we moved there. See, that's what I'm remembering. I'm remembering you went down there and it was like two or so years before you guys came back up and I hung out with you that whole um, like holiday you're up here. I was like, I go to work, I come home and I hang out with you the entire day. Yeah, that was that was like my first holiday back here after the split up. Um, because yeah, I don't think we came back. Well, I think that's right before the split up. Um, no, because she was here, you guys were here and I, she was hanging out with people then and you flew back to Florida and then the split up happened. Maybe. That, was, that wasn't the holiday though, that was in July. Okay, well, that's, that's the time I'm remembering. Okay, because I don't remember first really hanging out with you after you went down to Florida. I don't really remember that too much, but uh, yeah, I don't think honestly, I don't think we traveled up here all that much at all until the split up. Um, I mean, because yeah, we went down there or we went, we came up here to visit her family, and then like the following year, um, my parents came down to visit us, so we didn't we didn't come up here. We didn't need to come up here to visit anybody. And then the following July after that, we uh, we came up here visiting her family again, and then the split up happened, and then I came back alone. 
I went back to Florida alone, and I spent the next like, three years almost, uh, like yeah, a little over three years there. And the, I think that that's the point where our friendship came back together. We, we were at that point we were texting more frequently. At uh, least. It starts out daily, then it goes into weekly, and it's like once in a while, I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, uh, and then we talk again for a few days, and then slow it down, and then and it's like, "Hey, you coming back up here for the holidays?" And it's like, "Yeah," and then you give me the dates you're gonna be here so I could time it with my work so yep. I can hang out with you. Yep. Yeah, because then uh, that first year I I flew up uh, the end of November, and then again, um, I actually I drove up for Christmas because that was when we went to the the funeral. Yeah. Um, and then the following year I came for the summer for a few days to come pick up my kid. Flew back to Florida for a couple weeks, came back again for a couple days because at the time I only got to take him down there for a couple weeks, and then I didn't come back again until the holidays. And it just, yeah, it just circled like that for a couple of years until uh, just a few months ago when I finally made my move back. And it was the one time I drove my ass all the way down to Florida. That was a, and that was a week, man. That was a, and it was a good week. It, it could have been better, right? I, I wish that, I still wish the circumstances were different, but. Yeah, I think we just, we had it planned. We had to figure out like then some, like your vehicle broke down and some other shit. Something so you yeah, so any God. extra money you had kind of went to take care of that and it was just we planned it all and then you kind of ran out of some money and funds and I finally get down there because I can only take a certain time off at work and I couldn't reschedule it so I drove down there anyways yep. and it was like all right I guess I'm sitting on your couch for a week down in Florida playing video games yeah and we we did some things right but it wasn't like anything extravagant we went and checked out some of the uh, retro game stores and uh, yep. and we went and checked out uh what was it called Cool Games Inc or something like that where they had all the board games yeah bought shit. a couple board games there yeah um we played a few you know we had some fun there but I mean yeah it, it could have been better um i was uh you know i was also i was also in my my first relationship since the split up at that time and uh it's like a brand new relationship at the time and i don't know i I regret some of the way that that went she was annoying and uh, i just felt like we couldn't have a whole lot of fun so but you know we made the best of what we could because yeah we actually planned the trip before uh i got into this relationship and then i got into this relationship and we still already planned your trip and it was at that point i was like well i mean fuck i'm coming anyway yeah, but I think it was like a week right before I was going down there. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm in a new relationship with this person. I was like, oh, okay. Thought me and you were just going to hang down there. Well, that was the original plan. That was the original plan. But I uh, I went and, you know, shit the bet on that one. It was all right. That was a fucking shit drive, though. Yeah, well, I mean... You're telling me how many times have I made that drive? Yeah, well, yeah, and I did it. Well, I did it with only an hour, one hour break. Well, hell, that's what I did when we moved up too. I uh, when we moved back up here, I didn't leave as early as I wanted to. My original plan was we were going to leave and we'd stop in Tennessee. I had already reserved a hotel in Tennessee just for the night to sleep and get ready and then get on the road again. But uh, that didn't go as well as, as planned. So yeah, I remember. I remember. I texted you. I was like, "Hey, so you're in like Kentucky by now?" He's like, "Nah, man. We just hit Georgia." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Well, and we stopped in Georgia. Like, we just got to the end of Florida, right inside Georgia, um, Val Valdasta, something like that. I, I think it's the city. I don't know. Um, Val something, whatever. And it was already like getting close to midnight, and I was like, you know, fuck, I'm not gonna make it all the way to Tennessee tonight. There's no fucking chance. So we found a hotel paid for the night and actually I, I booked online real quickly because I it said it was closing in like 20 minutes and I was like 30 minutes away so I called and I was like hey you know this thing's showing you got availability for the night I'm like 30 minutes away but it says you close before I get there I'm just like just go ahead and book it uh, I'll wait around for you blah 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 blah. it's real nice I get there you know we sleep there for the night and then we left that next morning and we drove straight through didn't stop the exception of gas like we made 
from Georgia to here, we made great time. Arguably the best time I've ever made making this trip. I mean, uh, I think the remainder of the trip was like 13 hours. And uh, you take into consideration that you're going to stop a couple of times. I mean, we did the whole trip in, I don't know, probably 15 at that point. Yeah. So. On my way down, I was, I, I, well, one, I didn't want to sleep at all. I just wanted to go straight. But I it was in Tennessee, and I was like, just let me make it to Georgia. Just let me make it to Georgia. And I was like, just let me make it to the next rest stop. And I finally hit the rest stop. I crashed there for like an hour. Georgia's tough. Georgia's half the trip alone. Yeah. But yeah, I get to that rest stop in Tennessee. I crashed there for like an hour. I get up, get back on the road. Ten minutes later, I'm hitting the Georgia the Georgia line. Yeah. I was like, fuck, I was so close. Yeah, but honestly, man, it was... Uh, at the end of like the border of Tennessee and Georgia, that's a good stopping point. Honestly, if you're gonna stop somewhere, that's a that's a good stopping point because you still got a good eight hours ahead of you at that yeah. point. And on the way back, I slept in a Walmart parking lot in Kentucky. Yeah, you, uh, you didn't even stop for the bathroom on the way down. No, I was pissing in bottles. I had a red line bottle. I said, I ain't got time to stop. Just on the road pissing. Just ah. yeah, it's fucked up, man. Um, I ain't going to those rest stop bathrooms. Why? What's wrong with them? No, no. Well, in Georgia, when I went and got gas in Georgia, I used the bathroom in the in the gas station. Because he had to take a salad. No, <laughs> no. I don't think I shit at all that week. I was down in Florida. Florida. You had to a whole week. That's impossible. You know, my body like shuts. Like when I go, like uh, when I go to Gen Con and I'm sharing a hotel room with my dad and maybe my dad's friend. I don't shit for those four days. I'm there. I mean, I'm like that too, man. My uh, I, I got like this whole uh, like home bowl syndrome, right? I mean, it's hard for me to shit anywhere but home. You know, public restrooms are not my friend. Yeah, I mean, I had the same thing when I, even when I went to work. And it came one day where I came real close to shitting my pants at work. And I was like, I got to get over this fear of public restrooms and use the bathroom at work so I don't shit myself and have to go home. Yep. I, I I'm too that. old for this. I did that a couple times, too, at work. Where Shit yourself? No. Well, like, I was on the verge of it, though. I was like, all right, there's, there's no fucking way. Like, I got to go. Honestly, man, I've been so... It's been so bad at times that at one point when I was working in uh, an office, when I was working for my last company, um, it was like a 15-minute drive to work and, and to and from work. And one time, dude, I shit you not, I drove all the way home for my lunch <laughs> just to shit at home. <laughs> Actually, this might have happened a couple of times. And then any time I had to be on the road, if I had to go visit a house somewhere, um, if I happened to be passing by my house or I was going to be in that area, fuck it, this is a good time to stop. And I'd pull over into the house just to shit and leave again. You're in, you work in like an apartment complex. Can't you just go into a vacant house? Well, now I work in an apartment complex. And I live on site. Not like that, not now, but I'm talking about like in the past. Don't you like like let's say you're in Florida, you work on a you know you do apartment crap. Can't you just go find an abandoned apartment and feasibly, yeah. But anytime I've li- I've worked at an apartment complex, I've always lived on site, so that wasn't really an Needed, issue. Yeah. Um, it's just my last my last job before my current one. It was it was different. It wasn't apartments. It was houses that were spread out okay, across okay. an entire city. Right. I, I mean, misunderstood. Yeah. Like I, my, my last job, I oversaw 3000 houses in like a, like a 10,000 square mile area. Right. I mean like a 50 mile radius each direction. So, I mean, it's, it was a little different. I couldn't just drive to a vacant house or anything. You know, we had a bathroom in the office, but no, like now I live on site. It doesn't matter anywhere I'm out at on the property. I'm two minutes away from home. I mean, I got some, some, some squeakers at times where it's like, damn, I'm not sure I'm going to make it. Oh shit. And then there's a car in front of you going slow as hell. And get the fuck out of my way. And you make it up to the bathroom just in time to not shit yourself. Yeah. But you then, get that bathroom like right there at the, like you go through your garage, boom, bathroom right I there. I try not to use that one for that though. <laughs> you trying try. to shit in that one? Uh, for two reasons. One, there's no exhaust fan in it. You got a window right there. Yeah, there's a window. Yeah. But you think I want to open the window and let everybody outside hear me shit? Come on. I mean, two. That one doesn't flush as well, right? So it's almost like, do I risk it? I've done it a couple times, but like, I try not to. Right on. How long did we just talk, spend talking about shit? 
Probably like five minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, like, even at work, there's only one bathroom I use. I use the one in the back of the store where the public can't get to it. But even that one, I know only employees use this bathroom, and it's always destroyed. I'm like, come on. We all, like, yeah. I can understand the public. People are dicks. But the one in the back for the, come on, why you got to ruin that one? Yeah, I don't understand why people make such a mess in a uh, in a bathroom. Like, I mean, we're adults, right? How hard is it to aim? How hard is it to clean up after or How hard is it to flush? How hard is it to flush? Yeah, did you, did you just forget to flush? Did you get up and you were too focused on your phone, so you stood up and pulled your pants up? zipped him up and walked out like oh there's a guy at work that he will go in the bathroom and take a nap damn you hear him snoring <laughs> you go hey where is can't see the person's name but where is this person i'm like have you checked the bathroom you open the bathroom door and you hear snoring yeah he's sleeping on the bat and the pants down and everything he's my hero his his uh phone's going with some youtube playing and he just in the bathroom. He's like, dude, I gotta take a shit. Get up. How's he not fired? Union. Okay. I don't know. I don't know why he's not fired. Like, I didn't even know a union can save you from that. But whatever. The power of unions, I guess. Yeah. I I, actually, I really don't know. But yeah, he still has his job. I mean, they just kind of go, come on, man, you gotta quit sleeping in the bathroom. He's gonna keep doing it until he actually gets some consequences. Yeah. And then like you go to the urinal and there's just people just picking boogers all over the wall. I'm like, really? Hey man, anybody ever drop a deuce in the urinal? I uh, I haven't seen it. Just saying, it could be worse. Yeah, I'd be pissed off if I went to go use it. I'm like, I would call the the guy who runs the building, dude. Someone's shitting the urinal. <laughs> it's like, why are you calling me about this? Because you run this building, you need to put a PSA out, get a meeting together right now, and tell people to not shit in the urinal. <laughs> I'll go on the loudspeaker. I'll tell everybody. Including the customers. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, attention shoppers and employees. Please do not shit in the urinal. Thank you. Oh, fuck. <sighs> so, long and short is the reason we're here is we just want to have fun, man. We just want to hang out. We want to bullshit. We want to talk about whatever the fuck comes to mind. Yeah. Is that, I want to use this as an outlet to vent. Maybe dig into my brain a bit and maybe, maybe try to fix a little bit of it. Tell stories about our past. Anything that comes to mind. You know, and sometimes we might repeat stories because let's be fair, we might forget. Yeah. We're just two best friends, you know, like to hang out and talk. And hang out, shoot the shit, um, talk about life. Use this as an outlet to vent and talk about my depression and my all this other shit that's wrong in my head. And maybe get some feedback from you and anybody that wants to listen going, hey man, I feel the same way. Or, hey man, uh... I listened to your story last week and it, you know, it really touched me and made me think about things differently and it kind of helped my outlook. So I I always feel like I'm not not necessarily one step away from jumping off the cliff, but I'm like two or three. I'm pretty close to that that cliff edge. Hey man, I got the rope for you. Dude, I well, I, I have a noose. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking oh. about the rope to catch you. Oh, okay. When you jump. Oh man, I'm not going to hang you like that. If anything, I'm going to put you on the stretcher. Fair enough. Grow a few inches. Grow a few inches. <laughs> I ain't that short. I'm the tallest person in my family. Not saying a whole lot, but okay. <laughs> yeah, everybody's 5'2 and 5'6, yeah. Hey, look at you. My mom's 4'11. She probably shrunk. <laughs> That's, you know, people do shrink with age. As I haven't seen her in 15 years, so who knows? Yeah, that's true. But, um, how often do you think we're going to do this? Like, Well, my original plan was I was like, all right, we're doing three days a week. 
Yeah, you know what? And that was like a. I was feeling that too. But looking we, back on it, that might have been a very optimistic outlook. Yeah, because there's always like with anything, there's always too much I want to do. I'm like, oh man, wait, let's do three different podcasts so we can have one podcast dedicated to gaming, one podcast dedicated to us bullshitting, one podcast of us doing something else instead of mixing it all together in one podcast and this is being a jumbled mess. They're like, oh, the people want to. These people want to listen to us talk about gaming, so we'll have a podcast for gaming. These people want to listen to us bullshit, so we'll have a podcast for bullshitting these people want to listen to us, listen to a podcast about this so we'll do this podcast so i was like monday we record the gaming wednesday we record our bullshitting friday we record the whatever else is the original plan i had in my head because i was like there's too much shit i want to talk about and i don't want to shove it all into one thing but i think the one podcast which is fuck it we talk about whatever we want there's gonna be video game chatting in here because we're gamers there's gonna be little to no politic talking here at all probably yeah, none yeah try and limit that as much as possible there's going to be stories about our past. There's going to be uh, me fighting with the struggle of depression and trying to just get through it and get through my shit job and try to make a better life. And maybe this, like, I'm not expecting this podcast to change my life. And, like, oh, man, tomorrow I got 30,000 people listening to me and I'm banking off of, like, a Patreon that doesn't exist or ad revenue. I'm not expecting that. I'm not, like, I'm not expecting, like, oh, man, tomorrow, as soon as this is released... I don't even know when I'm going to release this. This is going to be episode one. No, like, we've done five other recordings, and always something stupid happens. The dog's going crazy. Someone's walking in the house doing... There's one time I just damn near rage quit. Yeah. I, this is a $600 piece of equipment. I threw the motherfucker. Yep. I was ready. To, I was done. I was like, fuck it. My dream of making a podcast is over. I don't care anymore. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Uh, that was, this was just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Man, and... Uh... I had to try and talk you off of that cliff too, yeah. but uh, you know. So I think we put together some really good stuff here. I mean, this is a good, this is a good episode one. I think. Uh, I mean, we've got a couple of other recordings that you know might be able to piece something together for another. Episode yeah, like what like we did uh, Friday. Today's yeah. Sunday. What we did Friday, I re-listened to it, and it's it's not bad. It's long as hell. It's yeah, it's an hour and forty minutes, and I think. A couple things, probably. I mean, when we got when we started talking a little bit about gaming, we we're going. You're going in depth about how to do play a certain Zelda level. I'm like, all right, we're getting a little too far deep into talking about Zelda and when the Blood Moon shows up. Blah blah blah. Don't start. I'm not. I'm seeing you trying to start. Like, I'm not. And I'm like, all right, this this is too much. Like, so that might that's. If anybody wants to listen to that, we'll we'll put it up at later on. You know, like, here this is our first attempt, or not even our first attempt. This is our f- fifth attempt. Our first good attempt. Yeah, our first good attempt. We'll put that up. But yeah, I think if we can just, like, I can de- dedicate any day. I go to work. I come home. I sit here. Thursday is my game night, so that's the only day I am not available to record. Any other day, I can do it. It's just on you, unfortunately, to be able to be like, hey, you need to be, uh, hey, Fridays or whatever day, I can't be bothered. Yeah. I, I'm doing this thing. Everybody else will leave me alone. Yeah, and, and I don't think that's unreasonable to ask for, man. I think uh, it'd be, it would be pretty easy for me to just dedicate at least at least one day a week, you know, and if we can get together more than once a week. Uh, you know, great. We'll, we'll get some stuff in the background. Uh, just have some backlog stuff just to, in case we ever have times where like some shit happens, like, you know, uh, I'm worried about the weeks that you have your kid. Well, and honestly, I wouldn't worry. I don't so want you to take you away from your kid. I wouldn't worry too much about that because realistically, I probably come into town at very least once a week anyway, you know, and it's not unreasonable to, uh, to dedicate that, that time that I'm in town. 
Because just to, you know, actually, let's just to clarify a little bit, right? The reason it's so hard sometimes is because, yeah, I moved back to Michigan from Florida, but I still live 40 minutes away. Yep. Um, well, like 28 the way I drive. But yeah. uh, when, when traffic is bad and I actually have to follow speed limits, yeah, I live like 40 minutes away. So it's not always easy to just, you know, I can't just get off work at 5 o'clock, realistically 5, 5.30, get home, unwind, get changed, get ready, and then drive out here. It's going to be 7 o'clock by the time I get here. And then, you know, I got to take into account the time I have to drive home so I can get to bed and actually get some rest that night before work. So Yeah, be like when you were here Friday, you were here till like 10.30. Yeah, I knew you were here till like eleven. Yeah, I was close to eleven by the time I left. Um, but again, that was a, that was a Friday, so I mean, it's you know I can stay out a little bit later then because I don't I don't have to wake up in the morning, but I do get tired at night from working all day, right? So you know nights like that, eleven o'clock is probably probably as late as it's gonna get on a work night. I mean, realistically, how late am I gonna stay here? Nine thirty, maybe. Yeah. Right, and that because that gives me enough time to be able to get home and unwind and ready for bed. Um, that's that's kind of what's made it so hard these last few weeks is to dedicate a day. But you know, I want to be out here. I want to put as much time into this as I can. Um, right on. So yeah, we're going, we've gone a little over an hour here. I think an hour's. I wanted to be like let's do a three hour long podcast, but I like the three hour podcast and because I listen to them at work. And honestly, um, it's not a bad thing, right? A lot of people like those long podcasts because half the time, I mean, let's be honest, those long three hour long podcasts, those are the type of stuff you do. You put your headphone in at work and you just listen to it. Half the time, you're not even paying attention. Yeah, well, it's just there. It's background noise while you're working, and so. That, this is kind of perfect for that, right? Because not everybody's going to want to listen to every detail of our conversation. Yeah. Sometimes we're just rambling about some bullshit. But that's good background noise, though. Yeah, so I wanted a three-hour podcast. Uh, hour seems pretty good. The cat's chewing on the microphone now. Um, hour seems pretty good. Like an hour and a half, I think, is good. But I think we can end this here. And then this will go up as soon as we get two more recordings in. And then we, we get a solid date and we get two recordings in. This goes live. And then we, uh, and then we're, we'll have, we'll always be two episodes ahead of what's being released. The cat's on the soundboard. Get off the board, cat. And, uh, yeah, you pick a day. We get two more, uh, solid recordings in. And we, if we got the day dedicated, this goes live. And then we're off to the races. Tipsy weird. Goddamn right. See you later, folks. Peace.